fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 How's it going today? Better than it was last time. Awesome. A little bit. It's Saturday, December 4th, 2010, episode 40 of the Hotbox. <clears throat> we're 10 away from 50. Episode 40. That's awesome. We're I getting know. We're getting up there. We are. <clears throat> the, the age of a podcast. So uh, I did want to mention before we start everything that we got everything set up so for this month... Uh, we talked about it on uh, on the jam hole, and we'll mention it here that all the donations for this month uh, at hotboxpodcast.com slash donates are going to go to our friend's uh, child. We got a fund for him for college or for, for when he's an adult. He'll have some money since, you know, dad's not there to, to give him any. So we're all pitching in. If you guys want to pitch in, uh, you can check out thejamhole.com to read about, like, what happened if, if you're curious or if you're new. But it's all up there, so uh, good luck to us. Yep. I hope we make him some money. I hope so, too. He deserves it. He's so adorable. I know, right? He is. <laughs> the kid's awesome. That kid's like two, and he's already like high five knuckles. Yep. He, <laughs> it's such a trip. So uh, we got an email from Burger. says, uh, <clears throat> question about giving <laughs> marijuana to a dog. Uh, my dad's dog has bladder cancer in probably the final stages. It's a German Shepherd. In the past few weeks, he has lost over 10 pounds and is throwing up a lot. My dad last week tried to give him some meds that the dog will just throw back up. Uh, my dad has changed his diet, which will hopefully help. My dad is trying to make the final weeks or months better for him before he needs to make the choice to put him down. Uh, my question is, have you heard of people giving marijuana to dogs to help with this throwing up? How would one make something that is safe for a dog to eat or take? Thanks for any info. I've well, seen dogs, like, eat stuff, like, off oh, the yeah. table, like shrooms and pot. and Oh, yeah. But I never, have... like, had to be like, well, you have a medical condition and I have some medical marijuana for you. Did you ever meet, um, way back in the day, did you ever meet Jeremy's dog, Chief? Yes. German Shepherd? Yes, yes. That dog ate a quarter. Wow. In in just one foul swoop, bagging Gone. all. Everything. <laughs> Everything. It's awesome that, like, the baggie that the pot is in probably did more damage than the pot did to him. Well, and it came out all by itself, too, because, you know, Jeremy looked. Right. He followed that dog around. Of course. There was some hope that maybe the bag would survive and, like, everything in it, but, like, he had yet to find anyone willing to smoke it with him if that happened. We've, we've all seen the Cheech and Chong where they do that and as kids and being like, well, oh. I know what to do if it ever happens. But And we know that, that marijuana has a lot of good nausea applications. It's kind of like fenugreek right. where it'll help keep your food down. It'll give you an appetite and reduce any nauseous that might be going on. Now, does it affect dogs the same way? They have the cannabinoid receptors and all that? Like it would. Well, they have. I mean, all animals are different because they process things on a little bit different level than we do. I mean, look at cows, for example. Right. You know, they have two tummies. Right. And they right. have a totally different diet, they process things totally different. So. There aren't any studies out there on how marijuana affects animals. I would think that it would probably depend on the animal and how they process the food. Now, right. I know I know that animals can get high. Right. You know? Right. But honestly, I've only seen that happen when they've been in the room while everyone else was smoking. Really? I don't know if I've ever seen an animal get any kind of effect from it really from eating it but then again i never like fed an animal anything and then sat there and watched right and plus it, if it does affect them it would you would have to cook it like you would cook it for people get yeah. it up above that temperature so it can do its thing and the chemical processes can activate it and whatnot <clears throat> so well i would think that we used to have a dome like from a light fixture like a big glass 
like a pretty good size one and we would take that down and put it over the cat and then like blow hits in it and then like you'd let it go and the cat would like kind of stumble right over to its food so then we would start like moving its food to other places and like leaving little trails of cat food to where his food was and we'd get him all stoned and like let him go and the cat would like totally eat all of the food on up got him going upstairs and in like other rooms and then uh, it was pretty awesome it was like dominoes yeah and i mean they eat and they drink quite a bit just like humans do but i'm not sure if it would counteract the nausea i would think so because it does that in humans but it's worth a try. The it what's is. the worst that'll happen? It's not going to kill the dog, and if it does, then maybe. Right. I would give it probably something in the food, not chocolate. Definitely not chocolate. Not chocolate. Could Boy, you make? Could you make cannabis dog biscuits? Probably. Like milk bones. I don't know what the ingredients are that would go in it. I mean, there has to be some kind of a. Well, how do you make dog biscuits? I don't know. You would just I make it with the can food. of butter, right? Well, usually, yeah. But see, the the you most, just mix it in with the Purina. Well, the most important thing is that THC binds to fat and right. oil, right. right? So you need to make sure that if you're going to feed him something, feeding him just the straight plant or resin probably won't be very good for him. I mean, I personally have never gotten any effect off of eating just bud. Yeah, no, and they just taste funky. And yeah, make and your mouth all just, tingly. It has to have heat applied to it in order for it to have that kind of effect. So he says, uh, "Should I give the dog resin? I would maybe stay away from resin." Just because, like, it's real sticky and it's just going to stick to the dog and piss the dog off. Like, yeah. you definitely want this in an edible form. Or if you can make, like, uh, like he asked about a tincture, you definitely don't want to smoke the tincture, especially the alcohol-based one. Yeah. <sighs> but um, you can probably take some tincture and drip it on its food if it'll eat it. Or just drop it right into the dog's mouth. But like I that's said, how be, you have to give a medicine a be lot of the time. careful with the alcohol-based ones because the dog may not like that burning sensation and it right. might freak it out. And right. at, at an old age uh, dog like that, that might not be good. Well, and what my grandma would do with her dogs when they were getting old A little is... whiskey on the gums. <laughs> no, that's oh, wait, that's teething. babies. Right, that's right. That's teething. Um, she would put whatever she needed to in a empty pill casing and then put some butter around it and put it in the dog's mouth goes right down the throat. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to give him something, I would maybe try to put it in some kind of a pill or make something out of it or mix it into something that he'll eat. Right. Um, Or worst case scenario is hot box the dog. Yeah. <laughs> It's an option. <laughs> Do it. You got to get one of those big cones that you put over their heads and then like another big cone and then you just. We yeah, call right. it the Darth Vader. So, well, good luck with your dog. I hope that. Sorry, he's helped. so sick. Yeah, or. That's sad. Maybe just have it put down by another one. I don't know. It sucks when that happens to pets, though, for sure. Well, that's hard to do. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if it's been with I mean, you since it was a puppy. You right. Know? That's the equivalent of putting down a family member. I, I know. So for some people, it is. Come here, it kids. It would be for Come me. Here. Yeah. Especially, I mean, even my dog now, Domino, he's only four months old, and I've had him for like two of them. Right. And if I had to put him down, seriously, it would crush me. I swear to God, if the cat reboots this laptop one more time, I'm going to put her down permanently. I know you hear that, stupid cat. <laughs> so, well, uh, what do we have for everyone this evening? Oh, we have a little bit of everything. Lots of news going on. Yes. Um. Oh, Will. Okay, Willie Nelson. We talked about this a couple episodes yes, ago. Yes, we did. Hotbox right. update. Right, right. He, dun, got, dun, 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 dun. he got pulled over with a bunch of marijuana in the car. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. my understanding was he was trying to go to Mexico? Mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to cross El Bordo. 
with uh, with all of it there, uh-huh. which is the big no no. Uh-huh. We're not supposed to cross. You know, we're not supposed to go out of the country. Right. We're right. not even supposed to cross state lines, technically. So he he did get arrested, and then was like, "Here's the bail," right? And that was the last we heard. Right. He okay. got out. So apparently, he's being charged with a misdemeanor. Okay. Mm. Mm. So. After Willie Nelson's arrest last week, which was November 26th, for marijuana possession, the country star managed to steer clear of felony charges and walked away with a misdemeanor. Hmm, and how did he do that? <laughs> do well, tell, Willie. How much money did you throw at it? <laughs> the, how many songs did he have to sing? <laughs> I'll write oh. a song about your town, I promise. Yeah. I'll never come here again. I'll dedicate the next CD to y'all. Yeah, Burger says dollar signs for sure. Uh, Big Cojones says... <laughs> I love that name. He uh, he only had six ounces, I heard. Which is, I'm saying it's not like a lot. It's a fair amount for a 77-year-old Well, and he's musician. trying to drive into Mexico, though, too. Exactly. I mean, if... I know people who've gone into Mexico and, like, almost shot themselves with six grams. Like, they were trying to figure out how to hide it and, like, thought they were going to get in trouble. This is six ounces just, like, sitting out there. Right. No biggie. We saw a picture. I think someone posted it in the Jamhole forums about... um, You posted it in the forums. No, no. we got it emailed to us. Did we? Yeah. About the drug mule? Going through the CT scan and you oh, can see all the bags of cocaine. One? Yeah, that oh, one. Yeah. That one got posted in the forums. I think Doctor Bernays posted it, but it it looks so crazy. Like what they look like in the CT scan. Like arms up, you can totally see where the where the the intestine is. And then there's like all these bags <laughs> just totally chilling in there. There's like eight of them. Yeah, I've seen some x-rays before when they've, like, caught people. The CT scan is way cool looking. It's totally not, like, an x-ray at all. It's it's all... Have you I, ever I don't know. seen... It's pretty neat. I saw an x-ray once where they had it, and it showed where the bag had split, and you could see where the stuff was actually, like... Ooh, getting into the system? Out. Yeah. That is a no good. Yeah. So anyways, the Southern Superstar was originally suspected of carrying six ounces of the narcotic, bah. which he hey, found... Hey, you want to smoke some narcotic? Sure. Packing which it he, up. <laughs> which was found on his tour bus while traveling from California to Texas. Nelson faced felony charges with a max... See, the, the first story we read just kept saying he was pulled over in Texas. So it, on his way to the border yeah, of Mexico. Was yeah. it totally not that I don't at all? Know. But, but well, this is saying he was going from California to Texas. So uh Nelson faced felony charges with a maximum sentence of two years in prison plus a ten thousand dollar fine. But a- then we realized that there's no effing way we were gonna put Willie Nelson in jail and just slapped him on the face with ooh, a misdemeanor. Ooh. Officials later determined the amount of marijuana to be four ounces, ah. which means all of the bags were left open and allowed to dry. Ah, totally Earning the 77-year-old a $4,000 fine and maximum one-year prison term. However, according to TMZ.com, who is very reliable, we should all know, mm-hmm. Nelson will mm-hmm. not be jailed. Paris Hilton's in there instead. In an interview with Rolling Fair Stone... Trade. <laughs> Mickey Raphael, a harmonica player for the for Nelson, revealed that the country music performer was in high spirits, of course, bah. since he was arrested and subsequently released. But his plan for going over the border went up in smoke. <laughs> <laughs> he said he feels great. He lost six ounces. Ha, ha, ha. On the Jenny Craig diet? No, the cops took my pot. Yeah. Dick DeGuerin... A Texas criminal defense lawyer questioned the lawfulness of the search. DeGuerin mm, pointed out that officials searched the vehicle 100 miles from the Mexican border. Hmm. It's supposed to be a checkpoint only for aliens. Oh. And agents overstep their authority all the time. Have they found any aliens ever? Like E.T. phone home. Right. Like SETI? I haven't heard any. <coughs> or like... Illegal immigrants. Oh, you mean like Mexicans trying <laughs> right. to get up here to work? Hey, have you guys found any Mexicans down by the Mexican border? None? <laughs> it's empty here. 
who uh, explained to Guren, who recently represented former politician Tom DeLay mm. and country singer Billy Joe Shaver. How did that work out? I've had several cases from that checkpoint, and they just use the opportunity to check out anybody they want to. What a bunch if of a-holes. If you have a-holes. long hair, if you're mm. driving a van, mm. or it looks like you're from California. Uh. Or you look like a hippie. Uh. They do profiling. That they do. What what are they supposed to be looking for? Aliens, right? Illegal immigrants. Huh. Not exactly doing your job, are you? <laughs> not really, no. Well, I'm glad he's not going to jail, I guess. Yeah. I couldn't really see them do that, though. I have a hard time believing that they will put a 77-year-old singer, star, songwriter, whatever, like, in jail. Well, because he's famous. In Texas. Because he's famous, it won't happen. If he wasn't famous, though, if that was they you wouldn't or me even or give it a second thought. Any of our listeners, yeah, we would probably. At 77, <clears throat> yeah, we'd be sitting in jail. That would waiting. be amazing. Waiting. So, well. So, there you go. Illinois, we have some news. Uh, they're... Their plan to legalize medical marijuana went down in smoke. Ah! That's clever. It's not up and went down. That's good job, guys. The legislation would let Illinois residents with certain ailments such as cancer, glaucoma, or Alzheimer's disease get a prescription from a doctor to possess marijuana plants. But opponents decried the plan as one that would encourage marijuana use by people who didn't really need it. Aww. Well, pardon me, sir, who's to say who really needs it and who doesn't? A doctor. Sure. Is he a doctor? Gonna guess probably not. Uh, State Rep Sandy Cole, Grace Lake Republican, said the proposal didn't focus enough on diseases. Quote, it doesn't talk about disease management, she said. It talks about how much dope you can have. Oh, can we please keep calling it dope, you dope? I hate it when people use you're my name so, You're and so ignorant. Evil. So ignorant. God, guys. The uh, effort even drew former daytime talk show host Montana Williams uh, to the Capitol. Williams has MS and is a vocal supporter of the idea that marijuana can help ease some patient's pain, which absolutely, I've seen it firsthand. I had a friend that had MS, and like she could not eat unless she would smoke, and mm-hmm. they gave her Marinol and all this other crap, and it, none of it worked. But pot like pot did the trick for that, for, for MS, I believe, firmly. It is very good for it. Parkinson's, too. Also, yes. 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 Uh, quote, this is a discussion that should take place between a doctor and a patient, Montel said, of course. Uh, the legislation got as many as 56 votes of the 60 it needed for approval before vote totals were cleared. Dan Lynn, a Lake County native and executive director of the Illinois Cannabis Patients Association, noted the nonprofit has been working on the issue for the past a 10 years. A 10 years. You've been working on this how long? A decade? And Apparently. you still haven't. Pe- what the hell is wrong, Illinois? What's wrong with Illinois? Illinois. What are they so scared of? Like, these are legit patients that need it. And yeah. It doesn't focus enough on the diseases. It's just focusing on how much dope you can have. (laughs) I'm going to go embezzle more money now. Well, she obviously hasn't looked into anything at all. Mm. The Patients Association is focused on legally protecting medical marijuana patients in the state and educating lawmakers and the general public about the issue. Lynn first became involved with the cause after serving as a, a, a personal assistant and caregiver for a quadriplegic friend. No, hey, take that pot away from him. <laughs> like, really? Why would you do... Could you? Could you say, okay... If that's how you would like this to go down, you go to the gentleman's house and you take it away from him. And it will have him there, just in his wheelchair, all like... <laughs> like, with his pot. Like, can you? could you take that away from him? 
They have. The government does it. Yeah. No, I'm not saying rolling in there with like the DEA or I anything. I couldn't personally know. That's what I'm saying. Like no. you, what, what was her I name? I would go buy uh, him another bag and like come back and be like, here. Could State Representative Sandy this. Cole, a Grace Lake Republican, could she, could she just roll into that guy's place and like knock on the door and just be like, ah, now you'll suffer. Ha 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 ha. Right. Um, I, don't, I, I don't think I think if we made it made them do that like I don't think they could I definitely don't well especially if you had the media there too oh absolutely oh, yeah. like zoomed in as the tear in HD just like rolls <laughs> down his face <laughs> that would be so epic uh, let's see he his friend Lynn said that he was prescribed the maximum dosage of medication to help cope with muscle spasms but was still in pain. He found that the cannabis would help calm down the spasms. Lynn described the group's lobbying efforts as emotionally difficult to see how much politics is involved. Yeah, poli- whenever you involve politics with anything, it slows down whatever you're trying to accomplish t- by, like, a power of a billion. Yeah. It's like a ten with, like, a bunch of zeros behind it. That's how slow a this is going. Of zeros. It's almost going backwards, if that was possible. <laughs> it's it's regress, not progress, in, in our Congress here, and we like. Are you proud of that? No. I'm not proud of any of that. I'm glad I can separate myself and not take any responsibility for that bullshit at all. <laughs> that was all you guys. Yeah, Yay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. He. Describe the group's lobbying efforts as emotionally difficult. All the politics. You have lawmakers who might personally support the issue, but not publicly support it because the political timing isn't right. It's disappointing. You know what that's called? Being an effing hypocrite. Yep. Is that but politics? All, is a politics lot of just. Do it though. Should we call it hypocrites? If you sit down and talk to them face to face. Right? Without any cameras or anything recording it, they'll tell you whatever you want to hear. But then oh, as soon as sure. they're in front of the public eye, they say what they think is massly approved. Right. Right? Not just individually. And perhaps... And they give the most generic answer yeah, they possibly it's can. It's almost a non-answer. Right. Like, you're just saying words and killing time. Right. And then we all applaud. They, like, yeah. skirt around it a couple yeah. of times and then say something about 9-11 ah, or... The kids or and education religion and religion. Or, yeah. Can we pray? Could we open this up in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit? Amen. Oh, F Yeah. Yeah. That's so Pretty amazing. And then, the, and then it's done. And then you're like, so what did we get done? Well, <laughs> absolutely well, nothing. Everybody realizes it when they walk out the door, when they're all like, oh, wow, that was great. That was moving. And I'm then they so- start talking about the points. And it's like, oh, my God, we've been tricked. Wait a you second. You son of a bitch. <laughs> but we never get like mad. We're just like, whatever. Yeah. Ba, ba, ba. Exactly. Oh, man. Uh, He believes there's a lot of misinformation out there surrounding the legislation, which would establish a pilot program of patients who are diagnosed with debilitating medical conditions to use a limited amount of cannabis plants. Details are significantly different from laws in California and Colorado, and yet they'll say our program is going to be more widely abused. Though the legislation was defeated, it could come up for future votes if supporters find several more lawmakers that they can convince to come to the good side. Ah, good luck. That's so dumb. Like, why do I have to do that to do this? Like, I don't even like those guys. They're kind of D-bags. Have you ever talked to them? It's no fun. Yeah. So speaking of uh, Colorado legislation, have they just completely killed it? Because I, I honestly I, I honestly think that that is a few too many flaming hoops to hop through to sell some freaking pot to people that freaking need yeah. it. So what happened? Um, so the process is underway in Colorado, in Colorado to regulate production of medical marijuana. It mm. would be the first state to do so. Uh. As per regulators, 
There should be safety regulations in place that the producers of cannabis should adhere to, and consumers must be aware of and Mm -hmm. blah 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 blah. and consumers must be aware of the kind of smoking (laughs) products they are buying well i'm all for that sure that sounds good okay presently patients are unable to know if a particular product is organic or not Hmm. even some numbers even some members of the pot industry are in favor of regulating the business but it's not easy for colorado officials to frame regulations for a product that never came under safety testing uh okay wait what have we been doing for the last mm, 80 years what has Irvin been doing what is bill randall that guy what has he been doing what have we been doing testing so what's up oh wait because we don't live in colorado well we're testing for montana right (laughs) Like well, we're all yeah, good here, right? Well, yeah, if someone would listen to us, then we could totally tell them what we think, but... But... Nobody cares. Because we don't have enough money. Because nobody wants it to be legal. Oh. Well. <laughs> Whose fault so. is that? Come on, guys. Um. They're going to tax the pee-pee out of it. Oh, yeah, they are. They are. But I, I don't know. I think some of some of what they've they've tried to write down here are just yeah also in the absence of guidelines formation of standards becomes even difficult as expressed by physicians pot shop owners and state regulators in new mexico this is there is requirement to mention strain and potency on the labels of marijuana products and it is on its way to permit health inspectors to do sample evaluation it has been speculated that Colorado will initiate labeling and inspection of medical marijuana. There are concerns hovering around such as evidences to support the potency of a particular strain of pot and information about pot's active ingredient, Delta 9 tetracanab- uh, THC. Right. Alan Shackelford, a Denver physician and who is heading framing of regulation said, given the lack of USDA or other oversight of this agricultural industry, we're at square one. Hmm. So then they did this thing at city hall and that was their first attempt to curb the state's booming medical marijuana industry. Dozens of dispensary owners quote that abiding with regulations if they provided with uniform guidelines and avert a more severe crackdown like one approved this week in L.A. Hundreds of L.A. pot shops face closure after city council voted Tuesday to shut the number of dispensaries in the city at 70. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, At Wednesday's meeting, Councilman Committee Member Pete Constant, a retired city police officer, prompted Oliverio's concerns about the cost of inaction as he witnessed the number of confirmed dispensaries in San Jose to have jumped from none a year ago to perhaps 30. Which, San Jose's a big place, dude. 30 of them, that's it? Yeah. The Colorado proposal focuses preventing the recreational pot users to become legal medical marijuana patients In addition, it would limit doctors from working out of dispensaries, regarding it as illegal for them to offer discounts to patients who agree to use a designated dispensary and require follow-up visits. Moreover, dispensary owners would have to be licensed, pass a criminal background check, and pay a $2,000 application fee along with a $3,000 a year to renew licenses uh, as per the new norms. However, many among the 150 people present at the hearing oppose the bill, posing jitters that they will now have to pay the hundreds of dollars on top of the $90 annual fee they pay to register as a medical user. And then there was another one I read that said they want all of the grow ops to have 24-hour surveillance and that they want the feeds to that stuff. So, like, if you're growing, it, it raised some weird concerns and questions. If you're growing in your house, I'm not going to allow you access to camera footage. Yeah, that that's would be weird. That's like invasion of privacy, right? Yeah, <clears throat> so, big time. And then, yeah, like they're they're having some pretty pretty high fees. It seems like I don't know. I mean, if you're making good money. 
then that's fine. But like, what if you're just trying to start one? You know, it's tough to get a loan because everyone's afraid. Like well, some places, and it's almost money, impossible but. to get a loan for something like that, anyways, because no banks, all almost all banks have um, federal insurance. You know, the uh, that kind of covers them, make sure that they're safe. Right. They don't want to risk losing that by doing business with marijuana people. Right. Right. So that's why there were those banks that were closing their doors before. So, I mean, getting a loan is virtually impossible. Just roll in there and be like, I need $3,000. Basically, what I'm going to do is take that. I'm going to go buy a pound of pot. I'm going to divvy it up. I'm going to sell it. And I'm going to have your money back and then a little more. But I'm going to need that because next time around, I'm going to buy two pounds. <laughs> then I'm going to take that. I'm going to flip it. I'm going to buy three pounds. See where this is going? <laughs> so, well... Good luck. Yeah. How is Arizona doing with their newly newly written laws? Arizona. Uh, Arizona right now, they're having a problem with their lawyers. <laughs> what? Really? A problem <laughs> yeah. with lawyers? You well, don't say. Apparently, the Arizona Bar Association recently announced that Arizona lawyers may not be able to assist would-be clients who have a legal problem related to the state's new medical marijuana laws. So, I know for a fact there's a ton of people already who have had to get a lawyer to help them right. with one thing or another. Right. Plus, you want a lawyer to help draw up contracts. Of course. To help you make sure that you're, you know, not getting into a bad spot. You want to make sure you have that person that's able to... I don't know, talk you through things. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of taking that away. Right. That's F. That is F'd. Uh, Patri Patricia Salen, ethics counsel for the Arizona Bar Association, said that Arizona lawyers are not allowed to help clients break the law. Since medical marijuana is now legal in Arizona, and since the federal government said it would not prosecute marijuana cases in states where medical marijuana <clears throat> is legal, what's the big deal? <laughs> what's the big deal? From the New York Daily News, federal drug agents won't pursue pot-smoking patients or their sanctioned suppliers in states that allow medical marijuana under new legal gu guidelines to be issued Monday by the Obama administration. Two Justice Department officials described the new policy to the Associated Press, saying prosecutors will be told it is not a good use of their time to arrest people who use or provide medical marijuana. They're afraid the ACLU will come after them. Berger said the ACLU was uh, suing some Michigan towns that have banned medical marijuana. Right. And then he says, why isn't there this much watching of people that sell or take Oxy? Because even going back to the Colorado thing, they want to tag like individual plants they want to track all that stuff, and that way, like, you, you don't track your pills near that much. Yeah, Like, pills are like, everywhere, dude. Yeah, pills are freaking everywhere. It would be one thing if the pills were all tagged for a specific person. Because right. then you would be able to tell if somebody gave their pills to someone else. But everyone in the pill game knows the first thing you do if you get a pill bottle is you rip the freaking label off it. Yeah, but that's the only tag that they have. That's it. Right. That's what I'm saying. These guys are wanting to tag, like, yeah. everything. Like, they're... There's if anything, things they, that need to be... They're focusing on the wrong out. thing, yeah. I think. And it's... You can see it. You can see it in the news. You can see it in all the pharmacies robbed and all the people hooked on pills and going to rehabs and all that, you know? It's it's out of hand. It's huge problem. Huge. And it's not being focused on... I mean, alcohol... <laughs> Alcohol is a huge problem, and that one really doesn't get focused on at all anymore. At all. Yeah. Have you heard from Mad lately? Is Mad still Mad? I don't know. Are they just like slightly perturbed now? I they're don't like, know. We're mostly over it, but I haven't heard from them in a while, so it yeah. seems like they're over it. Must be. Did but what was their goal? Mothers against drunk, drunk driving. driving. Has drunk driving stopped? We have the highest fatality rates on our highways of any other state. Hmm. And I would 
wager the majority of those were alcohol related. No. Yeah. No. Get out of here. Yeah, that that's that's appalling. Simply appalling. Well, they don't do anything about the alcohol laws. Not at all. I mean, they're there, but like, why don't you focus on making that more strict? I mean, if somebody dies and they have illegal drugs in their system, then there's a huge story about it. Right. If somebody dies and they had alcohol in their system, it doesn't even get mentioned. No, it's just another statistic in the books. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Because it's not the, the hot topic these days. No one gives a shit. You know, it's it's booze. It's everywhere. It's sad. It's actually looked at like, you know, normal, normal culture in some trailer parks to get drunk and just beat the shit out of your wife. Like That's what people do. They're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. That's but. life. Uh, the big ad- or the big deal, according to Salen, is that even though the new law allows patients with the doctor's recommendation are allowed to buy 2.5 ounces of marijuana every two weeks, oh my God. marijuana possession is still illegal under federal law. Oh, can we please bring that up again? Didn't they just say that they're not going to prosecute in states that have medical... Blah, 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 blah. But it's still illegal to have possession medicine. They're always going to pull that card out. They're always going to pull that card out. Your federal government is prescribing to two people still, or three people still. So. Four. Uh, four people still. Yeah. Like, what do you say to that? Do you just say no comment and then Pretty go much. run and hide in your White House? Like, what do you say to that? That's what the majority of them do. We have you by the Burjones. Like, you can't do anything about that. You have to s- just eat your words and apologize and make it right. Just make it right. That's all. Yeah. Well. You're treating it like it's this dangerous, like, it's heroin. It's absolutely not. Well, it's sad for Arizona. They're going to have to go through that, but. It's going to be sad if we, like, copy what Colorado's doing and we have to go through that. Are we okay? I think How so. How was the last MMGA meeting? Uh, when was the last one? Have they not had one last in a while? Month. Last it was, month. It was good. Are we doing okay? Yeah. I have our state statistics. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, please. The latest statistics on Montana's medical marijuana program. Yeah. All right. So, in the state of Montana, there are 20- Did they say where my card was? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Sorry. There are 25,017 total patients, 72% chronic pain. Holla. Yep, yep. It hurts to live here, man. It's cold. It's miserable sometimes. It hurts. 28 caregivers have more than 100 patients. Damn. 15% of patients live in Missoula County. 13% 13% in Gallatin County, mm-hmm. and 13% in Flathead County. Nice. Half of all caregivers have just one patient. Ha- wait, half of all caregivers? Yep. So 50% of caregivers have one patient? Right. Is it one patient or more, or just one, one and that's patient. it? patient, that's it. Really? Yep. 90- that's an odd statistic. I know. That's interesting. of caregivers have 10 or less patients. It's like they they sign up to be caregivers and get one patient just so that they're legit to work in a place or do something like that. Usually it's like a husband-wife situation. (laughs) Big cojones says, I only have one patient. (laughs) Okay, well. Well, and see, I've seen a lot of the husband and wife situations where like he gets the card and makes her his caregiver and vice versa, you know, because then they're just keeping it all in... The family. Did you feel dirty when you said yeah, that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> that girl. <laughs> uh, 55 minors under the age of 18 are patients. Nice. Yeah. Almost half of all patients are age 18 <coughs> to 40. 31 out of 349 physicians have written more than 100 recommendations. And I'll bet you most of them worked for Chris. <laughs> most of them, right. Yes. 
1,459 new patients registered between September 2010 and October 2010. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we were hopping then, huh? Yeah. It says, Running um, through. And this is uh, by John Masterson from our Montana Normal chapter. Right. It says, so the program continues to grow. The 2,371 caregivers with a single patient are probably a combination of people growing for their chronically ill loved one and spouses and roommates who are helping one another grow legal. After all, about 100,000 Montanans use cannabis from time to time for personal, social, or spiritual reasons. Mm -hmm. That's what they've gotten from their little... Their online questionnaires right, and stuff. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Which is 10% of our population. Right. Which isn't, you know, it's not too bad. Although I know that there's a lot more than that. They just won't say it or they don't know how to get online. Right. Montana's <laughs> use cannabis from time to, or, yeah, I said that. Right. So it makes sense that a lot more time. people are avoiding the black market and growing their own. That helps put criminal syndicates out of business or yep. at least forces them to choose a different market. The 28 caregivers with more than 100 patients are nothing other than small businesses and probably have several employees and are paying rent for commercial buildings, whether warehouse, garden space, or storefronts, or both. The wages they're paying those employees are putting food on the tables of Montana families. Bless you. Ah, uh, no thank you. Paying mortgages and keeping people off public assistance. I suspect the numbers will continue to grow, at least until the legislator gets done rewriting the law, right. at which point it's anyone's guess. If you'd like to get action alerts, blah, 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 never mind. Right. Well, I don't, I don't see what they're like. Those numbers are good. But I don't see what they're making, like, the big fuss, like, oh, this is out of control. Like, those numbers aren't out of control. Because those are legit. remember, Ed was talking about how they got, they were looking at numbers that showed California as only having, like, 11,000 patients in the whole oh, state. Oh, right. They were getting, like, way bunked in. And it looked like Montana had this overwhelming amount of people using medical marijuana right. compared to any other state. So they're freaking out because they think that this... Their context was off. Yeah, they think that it's huge here. Right. And also because it it's something that's out of the ordinary. Everybody's talking about it, so they think it's a big deal. Right, If yeah. people would just shut up and go about their day-to-day -day business... <laughs> yeah, but and I mean, we, we have to definitely educate those that don't know what's going on and stuff. But yeah, you don't have to be like a dickhead and out in front of the Capitol like smoking pot. Right. That's exactly. unnecessary for sure. So, but yeah, that's what's going on in Montana right now. So, so Big Cojones sent us a link about uh, how Congress demands banks to stop denying service to the marijuana providers. I thought this was pretty interesting. Uh, if, if the tax from the sale of marijuana is said to be the savior of our nation's economy, then why are Wells Fargo, Bank of America, and Chase refusing to work with medical marijuana suppliers who are operating in complete compliance with state law. Uh, quote, we really have no choice as long as it's illegal, especially illegal and unlawful activity as far as money laundering is concerned. A spokeswoman for the bank, uh, Bank of America, she said, we're not making a moral decision here. We're really basing it on the law. Even though the Obama administration and Attorney General Eric Holder have made it very public that they're going to stop busting dispensaries in compliance with state law, that isn't enough, of course, to convince the major financial institutions in our country. The very ones responsible for creating this horrible global economic downturn in the first place to help get our economy back on track. Heaven forbid we ask them for help. I know, right? Where does where does all that bailout money come from? <laughs> Is that our social security? <laughs> uh, it's our social security. Mom, what's social security? Well, honey, back in the day, it was something we gave to old people since, you know, they couldn't work anymore. But then they spent it all. And, um, they say, well, that's all about to change, or at least that's what 15 members of Congress are hoping will happen after they signed and mailed a letter last week to Treasury Secretary Timothy Geithner 
urging him to issue written guidance for financial institutions so legitimate businesses can operate without the fear of being accused of money laundering practices. Hey, we're going to write a letter. Nice work, guys. Yeah. Godspeed letter. Did you attach it to a pigeon and wish it good journey? Don't hurt yourself on the pencil sharpener. Uh, Quote, being denied access to banking services does not serve the public interest. Uh, States the letter, which was crafted by Representative Jared Polis, a Colorado Democrat. Well, thank you, Jared. The letter was signed by our pot-friendly pal, U.S. Representative Barney Frank, as well as representatives from Arizona, California, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Texas, and Wisconsin, all calling it... Well, Wisconsin actually just signed an, an X, but... Yeah. We, we know that. That's okay, Wisconsin. Was it an X or a W? Uh, it was an X. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all calling an end. I'm just kidding, Wisconsin. To the increased risk to public safety with potential theft or robbery that any cash-only or cash-reliant business faces. If states want to make it legal or not, it should be a state matter, said Representative Frank. It's wrong for the banks to be told by Treasury they can't service them the way (laughs) they would service any other business. Sorry. And it is an affront to fundamental fairness. I agree, you should be able to service anyone you want to service. Am I right or am I right? Come on. Uh, According to our friends over at Americans for Safe Access, the ASA, they've they've received dozens of reports over the past couple of years from medical marijuana providers in California, Colorado, and other states who have either been denied financial services or had their existing bank accounts terminated ah, with little to no justification. Despite the notion that dispensaries are expected to pay sales tax, and in some cases a voluntarily inflated amount, ASA's Government Affairs Director Karen Woodson says, While financial institutions may have valid concerns, the risk to banks is minimal, whereas their refusal to work with state-compliant medical marijuana providers jeopardizes countless people and delegitimizes lawful business. I fully agree. Yes, I concur. If you want it treated like a business, then treat it like a business. If we need some cash up front, then hey. You gave them a loan to build a parking lot. What's the what's the big deal? Do you have any bars that bank here? Any what? Oh, bars? bars? Uh, yeah, would I would imagine. Question. Casinos? Yeah. Pharmacies? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Churches? Do churches bank? Or no, because they just give all that money to, to God, right? And God, like, comes down from above and, like, takes it and it's like, thanks, guys. You're awesome. Going back up to heaven now. Banging some hot chicks up here. <laughs> it's cool. When I come back next uh, week, I want a little bit more. <laughs> right. <laughs> thanks, God. How about a little sunshine, for fuck's sake? <laughs> oh, goodness. So, uh, what's next for us? So, do you know Curtis Blow, (laughs) the rapper? Yeah. (laughs) Familiar with his work. Surprise, surprise. Guess who got caught with marijuana? Not cocaine? No. Really? Yeah. Good job, Curtis. Yeah. Because, you know, Curtis Blow. (laughs) So, if it doesn't mean cocaine, uh, (laughs) you know what that, what, what, (laughs) Continue, please. So... Curtis... Okay, sorry. Curtis Blow (laughs) is someone else who may not be too happy with the new airport security policies. I'm going to keep saying his name. Uh... The Los Angeles Police Department confirmed to CNN that the legendary rapper Curtis Blow, Curtis Blow <laughs> was caught with marijuana at Los Angeles International Airport on Thursday after a security screening. Curtis Blow Walker <laughs> was cited by Los Angeles Airport Police at approximately 5.45 a.m. December 2nd, 2010, at Terminal 7, mm-hmm. while undergoing TSA security screening, said a statement released by police. Curtis Blow <laughs> was cited for violation of California Health and Safety Code 11357B, misdemeanor possession of less than 28.5 grams of marijuana, and released. And he was quoted as saying, well, these are the breaks. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jesus, that's awful paper. Oh, man. These are the bricks. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, Curtis Blow. Uh, the end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> uh, is that it? Is there... What else? Do we have more? Well... What's, what is this? Well... All right. Hey, I got I got something in here about Christie. Oh, Governor Christie. Good old Governor Christie. Oh, would yes, please. Okay, please. So apparently, he's gonna try to be nice. Okay. Yay. Let's see. Patients could more easily qualify for medical marijuana and buy. The if drug you have AIDS, from <laughs> everyone with AIDS can have it. <laughs> From a larger number of distribution distribution centers under a n- deal announced Friday by Governor Christie, whose administration has fielded criticism for drafting rules considered too restrictive. <coughs> it's a little bit of an much like his belt. What's I was going to say? What is that thing? Damn it, corset. Damn it. I suck at this. <laughs> but the compromise in New Jersey's medical marijuana program signed into law in January and expected <laughs> to be operating by next summer. You know, almost a year ago. To address a number of patient advocates' concerns. Mm. It also was reached without Senator Nicholas Scutari, chief sponsor of a resolution directing the Christie administration to rewrite the rules. The resolution passed the lower house on November 22nd, but its made sponsor there, Assemblyman Reed Guskiora, said at a news conference that Christie's politics had been pushed aside to focus on the truly important matter at hand, and that's the patient's need. After calling for just two growers and four treatment centers, <laughs> I know, for right? the whole state, for the right? whole state. Christie said Friday he supported allowing six centers. And this is New Jersey, right? Yeah. Okay. That's no good. So he's he is going to allow six to grow and distribute. Oh, thank you. In another compromise, mm. the governor also said the regulations would no longer require doctors who recommend marijuana for patients to certify that all conventional treatments have failed. That's important. Right. For sure. The law had required that provision only for several conditions, such as glaucoma. Hmm. So otherwise you have to try everything else in the book before they... So you'd be on pain pills if you went for chronic pain before they gave you medical pot. Right. And if you went in for cancer, you would have had to already go through all the radiation. All the chemo and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Patient advocates and some lawmakers have accused the Department of Health and Senior Services of proposing regulations more conservative than the law, which New Jersey, the 14th state in the nation to allow medical marijuana. The Christie administration has said it wants to restrict abuses of the law. Of course. Goose Kiora, an architect of the legislation, voiced a commitment to monitoring the implementation of the program and making changes later if needed, but said the process would drag out even further without compromises. And you know what everyone is doing in the meantime? It's not like we're all like not smoking, like waiting, like, have they, ch- have they done it yet? Yeah. Have they done it yet? I'm dying. Uh. While I hear the advocates loud and clear, this is the way to get the program up and running in as soon as time a time as possible, mm-hmm. he said. Is it is it really? Yeah, right. I bet I could get it up and running quicker. The deal I bet I could. I'll do Pop, it. I think we all could. If New Jersey wasn't such a shithole and I didn't want to move there, I, I could totally do it. Clean up your act, Jersey. Oh, it's a Jersey thing. Uh, they're so. Uh, I'm sorry. We have. I don't want any New Jersey listeners whatsoever. <laughs> New Jersey is dead to me. That's cabbage. The deal <laughs> keeps intact a controversial provision, <laughs> capping the level of THC and medical marijuana at ten percent, which I would say whoa. is too weak. Ten percent and could force patients to buy the drug illegally. Uh, you think? Yeah. You're selling what? 
This is K2. Have you ever tried it? We're selling it. We we grow it here. Yay. Get that out. 10%? That's like the crap that Irv gets from the government, I bet. That's like, marrow, that's like Mexican dirt. Ugh. Thank you so much. And you have six places now growing all of this? Goodness. Yay. <laughs> six places, six people. That's it. It's a full-time job. Well, if they're trying to get rid of people, they're working very well at it. Yeah. The Senate still could scuffle the deal by approving the resolution that throws out the regulations drafted by the Christie administration. Which is what they probably should do. (laughs) Action on the measure was postponed last week after supporters narrowly failed to get enough votes. Hmm. Christie said he had not received cooperation from Scutari and would no longer wait as the lawmaker played political games while patients were waiting to get medical treatment. (laughs) The senator, who was out of town Friday, said in a written statement, I'm encouraged to hear the governor has decided to follow the legislative intent of the medical marijuana law, but I'm waiting to see the revised regulations in writing before I make any decisions on how to move forward. Ken Walski. How about we just sit around and wait for everyone to die? Then we'll figure out what to do. Yeah. Because that's basically what you're doing. Yeah. Ugh. Well, you know, they're good at that. It's, it's not their Jersey family thing. member. We're all too busy doing ecstasy and getting drunk on vodka Red Bulls at the club, beating back the beat. To deal with medical marijuana. Oh, uh, how did Jersey... F- <laughs> how, is, how did Jersey pass a medical marijuana law? Like, that that in and of itself is very impressive they to me. They had this situation stand out on a corner. Did they? With written, like, like, vote yes? Yeah. <sighs> Ken Wolski, executive director of the Coalition for Medical Marijuana in New Jersey said he was not convinced the state had a workable program and that the rules were still too burdensome. He voiced support for passage of the Senate resolution to ensure regulations that are consistent with the law. Roseanne Scotty, director of the New Jersey chapter of the Drug Policy Alliance, voiced concern that access to medical marijuana still would be inconvenient for many people under a third (laughs) part of the agreement, which removes a provision in the Christie administration's regulations allowing for home delivery. She said she was also disappointed by the cancellation announced Friday of a December 6th State House hearing on the medical marijuana regulations. I think it's very unfortunate that the situation has gotten as contentious as it is Mm -hmm. because people's lives are hanging in the balance with this issue, Scotty said. There's very sick people waiting for access. That's sad. It is. Jersey. See, and this is this is a perfect example of what will happen in other states should they choose to just go way over the top unnecessarily burdening down these this progress, you know. Right. People turns out aren't really enjoy like jumping through a bunch of hoops just to get pot. Right. Turns out if it's easier to just get pot from your friend than it is to, like, do it all legally because you have, like, 20 hoops and a maze of, like, a supersonic course to jump through, we're just going to buy it from our friend. Yeah. Maybe think about that (laughs) next time you try to pass retarded legislation. So, all right. Well, is, uh, is there anything else? That's all. Was that it? That's all. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Matt. Uh, And we'll see you guys on Tuesday. You can email info at hotboxpodcast.com. Remember all the donations for the month of December at hotboxpodcast.com slash donate. Uh, We'll go to little two-year-old Sam to a little fun for him for when he's older. So thank you, guys. Uh, hotboxpodcast.com all the MMGA talks are up all the video stuff that stuff is all done so enjoy that and join the YouTube account and the Facebook group we need like two more members to be at 400 yeah so go to Facebook and search hotbox podcast or friend me or her 
and see it there because we need like two more people and we're at 400 yeah and if you're already on there like recommend it to people yeah like i've already sent it to everybody i possibly could i know dude like i can't send it to anybody else unless i start making friends with new people and i'm already at like almost 600 friends there's a handful of people i haven't sent it to but like i have to draw the line somewhere with my mom and stuff right yeah and i i (laughs) i have so many friends on facebook it's making my phone contacts go really slow and that's really annoying so it might be time to trim the herd but definitely spread that out to as many friends as you have and we'll (laughs) get jumped over that 400 mark that's exciting very cool so yep yep all right well thank you guys and uh we'll see you on tuesday bye if you like you like this is where where you you need to be (laughs) if you like weed this is where you need to be